welcome to Jews and Reviews. I am Ben. As always, I'm Paul. Hey, Paul. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. It's, you know, summer's kicking into high gear. Yeah, so we, we got through it, guys. We got through all the bullshit. We got through fall fuck-ups, winter whiners, and spring uh, suckers. I forgot I forgot what we called each season. Spring fling flicks. Okay. Uh, summer blocks. Well, no, no. We're into, I was trying to give a big lead-up into summer blocks. Oh. You just ruined it, Paul. I don't think it's winter whiners. But. All right. Well, anyways. Well, we're done with spring fling flicks. Yeah, and we are in summer block season. Very exciting stuff, Paul. What are you uh, most excited for this season? Uh, you know, Very excited for the the romance, the comedy, the action. All the above. They should all be in the movies. Yeah. I'm excited, you know, maybe a little, uh, you know, take it back to when I was a kid. Maybe, you know, Independence Day Resurgence. That looks cool. Yeah, and we talked about that, that that might be the best introduction for us for a 4dx movie is independence day resurgence yeah and depending on when this comes out we might have already done it yeah uh i because we're coming up on july 4th yeah so we are we it's true and you know we're both movie pass uh goers and Mm -hmm. 4dx doesn't apply to movie pass so we'd have to pay full price how do you feel about that controversial topic uh i'm a little torn because it's controversial, very. But, you know, I think I get enough mileage out of my movie pass that I'm okay with it. Okay. But, you know, it's got to be a good experience. That's true. A 4D X. experience. You're right. That's why. It's, yeah. Yeah. So, um, speaking of, how is your uh, goal to 100 new movies in one year? Uh, we're all, all past halfway through. Okay. Um, I see a lot of movies recently. Yeah. I'm just kind of churning them out at this point. Yeah, what's yeah. uh, what was one of the the weirder ones you've seen randomly? Uh, probably for fun, I went to go see this movie, uh, Me Before You, and but I was a little like embarrassed to go see it because it's a big That's chick the, flick, the pla- paraplegic, yeah, guy. So I, I purposely bought my ticket from the uh, you know, the Kiosk, robot, yeah. the robot, the robot, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Paul, and like I, I tried to get the movie like a minute before it started. Because I was thinking, like, I'll just sneak in, sneak out, you know? And, like, um, a minute before the movie, about 15 women, all attractive, came in just snickering at me. Because <laughs> I was alone. <laughs> oh, it, so- it sounds like the start of a porno. You should have banged all of them in the theater. I- <laughs> sure. I should have. Uh, Hindsight story, Tori. <laughs> yeah. uh, producer Ken and I are doing the DL- DLM challenge of 366 movies. In a 366-day calendar year, uh, personally, I am doing terribly. Same here. It's rough NCR, stuff. Yeah. You should have done the PC100 uh, challenge. Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I am at movie number 80. I'm at like uh, 50, I think. Right. What was the last one you added on there? Uh, Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Shadows. Out of the Shadows. Out of the Shadows. My Big Fat Creek Wedding 2. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, How was it? It wasn't bad. I liked the first one. Okay. Uh, I, uh, you know, I, I throw some docs on there. I saw the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts. Ooh, How was that? It was interesting. I saw it, yeah, too. Uh, I didn't count it though. In my, mine's a new release though. But that's but technically Kent, a new release Kent, though. Kent and I saw Wiener together. We did see Wiener. <laughs> Each other's. Well, after the movie, <laughs> but during the movie, the politician. Okay, cool. Yeah, I might check that out. It was great. It's good stuff. Never going into politics. Talking ticks. Uh, Well, speaking of, let's do what we do best. Jews and previews. 
was a good segue to Jews and Previews. Well, it was considering the movie oh. that we're talking about. Oh my God, you're uh, right. Because we are in election year. Yeah, so... The Purge election year. And this is the fourth installment of The Purge? Third. Third, okay. But this one, most political one yet. Yeah, and it comes out Fourth of July weekend. Pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this movie follows... Uh, so to give some backstory, if you guys don't know... Oh, the, yes. Please give us the backstory the purge, on The Purge. The Purge is this one day in America where, like, for 12 hours, all crime is legal. You could kill people, you could steal, anything you want. It's okay if you do it during those 12 hours. But it's really like a, a political thriller in the sense that it's kind of showing that, well, this system really benefits, say, rich people who could fortify their houses or leave the country and really is detrimental to like poor people who are really left to fend for themselves and really like, kill it's, each yeah, other. It's, uh, I think it's meant to... You know, give people let that let off steam and aggression, but also like you know population control maybe. <laughs> I, yeah, I think they just want to kill poor people. Uh, you know, I saw the preview of this movie uh, at another movie with my fiance, and she leans over and says, "Why don't people just go on vacation out of the country that day?" I just explained why. I was they probably, can't, they probably can't afford it. That's uh, why it's built to <laughs> to punish the poor. But this movie follows. Well, I'm saying, oh, I'm not poor, so. Sure. All right. <laughs> well, this movie follows the senator who's she's trying to like end the purge because she you know knows that and she's really popular and you know the star of the purge too Frank Grillo is like her secret service agent. Yeah. And you know she just wants to survive this night so she get like elected president and stop it and all of the guards are plants and they're trying to kill her. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a wild ride. Yeah. On election night. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, it's that's cool. Make so America I, great again. I'm, I'm definitely going to end. It's an election year. Yeah. Wow. Good good planning on their part. Yeah. Uh, I'll definitely see it. I think those movies are fun because uh, it's not like, you know, one of those like corny, uh, like paranormal activities where they like bang out a lot of them or conjurings. Like, I, I don't really like those types of movies, but Purge is like more of like. Insidious. Just, yeah. Purge is like more just wacky fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. So, yeah, we'll definitely go see that. Can't wait to see it. But, Paul, what are we talking about today? We're talking about the main event, a movie that I've seen previews for for at least nine months because they started promoting this movie very early. Um, we're talking about the Gosling Crow vehicle, The Nice Guys. Oh, that's cool. Do you just got that? I don't know. Uh, I don't really like music. Um, I like movies. Yeah. Uh, Paul, give us the synopsis of The Nice Guys. <laughs> the Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> this movie follows uh, Russell Crowe plays a guy. Uh, he's an enforcer. Jackson Healy. We're in the 70s. Um, and he kind of has this client who's getting, um, who wants, I guess people are following her around. She's kind of scared. But it turns out it's just part of this whole porn political conspiracy. Corporate espionage. Corporate espionage. 
Uh, and, and is written and directed by Shane Black, who brought you Iron Man 3. Yeah, as all the previews told uh, me. But he also, you know, wrote the original Lethal Weapon, so it had, like, a good, like, buddy cop vibe to it as well. It was very, mm-hmm. very funny. I like that. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was interesting to see uh, a comedic duo powerhouse of Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Yeah, comedic but they, powerhouse. But they did very well. Actually, they were very funny. Yeah, it was, it was, they were very... Oh. And, and, like, and it, I always get nervous with those, like, you know, uh, throwback pictures, you know, because it's... Uh, it's a period piece. It takes place in the 70s. Uh, and, you know, sometimes it's hit or miss for me because I'm more of a, I'm, I'm a millennial, you know? Okay. So you didn't relate to it at all. Right. Uh, but, you know, I, I liked, I liked, you know, I liked that little girl, Ryan Gosling's daughter in it. She was very good. Yeah, she was really good. She was, she was very cute. Um, I liked the violence. There was actually a lot of violence. Yeah. A lot of people got killed. Yeah, and like the porn party that they went to was pretty cool. Like, because I feel like mm. if you always wanted to go to one, right? And yeah. I still want to go to one, but yeah. they're probably much different nowadays. Yeah, yeah. What would be a porn party in 2016? There'd probably be like drones flying around. You know, the internet would be a thing. I just assume those are things that happen now. Well, that's like a regular party. What about a porn party? Oh, they'd be having sex with the drones. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of strange. Um, so, what did you think about this movie? Um, like, with the, the like, it was weird because they brought like that the politics involved, but it also is the environment too. So, like, it's pretty high level thinking here. Oh, so yeah. So the plot basically revolves around uh, it unfolds as the movie goes, but there's this conspiracy where. Um, the car company, uh, maybe the politicians shoot down a bill, whatever it is, the car companies to save money purposely make their cars like worse for the environment, but yeah. they could just do something else that'd make it good for the environment, but they don't want to spend the money. So it, obviously these people that want to expose the car companies take the best route possible, which is to make a porn movie and the plot, the talking plot of the porn movie exposes right. the car industry. Right. And, uh, and Kim Basinger is for all intents and purposes of the bad guy. She was in two scenes. She was in two scenes. Literally. <laughs> I went to the bathroom during one and I was like, she popped up and I was like, oh yeah. And she um, she hasn't aged a day. She hasn't been in a movie in a very long time, but she looks identical to what she looked like in LA Confidential. Yeah. Well, because that was a period piece. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're saying she filmed it at the same time? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, they just shelved it for and, a and, while. And also... Uh, Matt Bomber, who was the third build, was also in two scenes, pretty much. Uh, but he is—he plays like some weird hitman mm-hmm. for hire. Um, uh, but he is hunky, man. He's—he's a, he's a good-looking Tell guy. Tell me more about it. Uh, Matt Bomber. He's hunky. He's a good-looking guy. He uh, is a hitman from Detroit, mm-hmm. Michigan. Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. Home, home of, of Kid Rock. Home of Kid Rock. I was going <laughs> to say home of the Detroit Lions, but oh. also home of Kid Rock. Um, you know, it was interesting. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Producer Ken, you saw the nice guys, right? Did you like it? Sure didn't see it. I thought you did. Yeah, I thought you did. Nope, I didn't. Well, you know, so why'd, I, you, why'd you text us and say, hey, what'd you guys think of the nice guys? Well, because he was, I was deciding. I wanted to know if I should go see it or not. We did a poor job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he did see my big fat Greek wedding, too. Oh, I know. You said at the top of the show. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I also started National Treasure, but I fell asleep. How? Yeah, how? That's a Nick Cage uh, I phenomenon. I just, I'm, I'm just tired. It. Oh, you're just tired? Yeah. You need to catch up on your wings. I do. I know. Uh, anyway, so I booked a guest today. Okay. Uh, and I didn't tell you, Paul. It's it's your uncle. 
from from Queens. Oh my God! Yeah, Vic. Yeah, Vic mustache. Since, since we're millennials and we grew up in the eighties, nineties, and O's, mm-hmm. um, we we need someone who was there in the seventies that can actually like talk us through how you know you know the porn stuff, the car stuff, the politics stuff, the bad guy stuff because we don't know that. Yeah, I mean, I always you know my biggest. We grew up on teen movies. I know Teen Wolf movies. Yeah, yeah. and Teen Wolf two movies. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Vic's cool. I always wish I got his last name. I always thought Paul Manstash would have been good, but, you know, I was... Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, Ruben, can you bring in uh, Uncle Vic? Sure. Right this way, Mr. Mister Manstash. Sit down. <laughs> hey, Vic, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Good to see you again. Thanks. It's, it's I, good to be seen. I haven't seen you since Paul's bar mitzvah. Which yeah, was- it was a good time. It was a good time. You did a great job during the candle lighting ceremony. You're, and, a, ma- and, and you're li- a man now. And lifting him up on the chair. Well, you know, it was a high chair, and he's a short man. <laughs> I, I also thought it was cool when you when you single handedly lifted him up on the chair. What's like, that? When you single handedly lifted him up on the chair, yeah. like you know, his dad went over to help, and his brother went over to help, and you're like, nope, I'm I'm gonna do this. You don't get a, ma- a name like Manstash by by allowing other people to help you lift a child. That's true. That well, sense. I was technically a man at that point. Is Manstash your given surname? Yes. It's Polish. Oh, that checks out. Um, so, Vic, we saw the nice guys. It takes yeah. place in the seventies. Yep. It's a period piece. Yep. Tell us about the seventies, man. Like, did this? When you saw the nice guys, did this hit close to home to you? The, the porn, the cars, the politics. Yeah. Main yeah, three. It really did. I, I can sum up the seventies in two words, and that's full bush. <laughs> full bush. Everything in the 70s was like, the, there was no going halfway. There was no, there was no kind of doing things, kind of, sort of. There was no political correctness. There was no, like, maybe we should do this. Maybe we, sh- we shouldn't do this. No kvetching. It was all full bush. Porn was full bush. Mm-hmm. Life was full bush. TV was full bush. All full bush. But, I mean, some would say it was pre-bush. It was, uh, it was definitely pre-bush. That's Pre Bush, but full Bush. I got what you were doing. Th- there. Th- thanks, yeah, that was uh, that was uh, what we call back in uh, where I'm from. Uh, fucking hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. So, in the nice guys, we see Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. What's a Gosling? What is that? Is that a That's, bird? It's a hand. It's a handsome man. It's a handsome man. Yeah, it's a handsome man. All right, I, I know. I know handsome man. <laughs> so Ryan. Uh, Gosling is a, pri- a PI, private eye. Which yeah, is, I know what which, a PI is. I, is. I know what that stands for. Okay, good. Okay, and and that's, I feel like that was like really big in the 70s culture and like not so much anymore. What, private investigators? Of yeah. course. Of course. You had uh, the guy with the eye. Mm-hmm. And yep. you had, uh, you had uh, Kolchak, the Night Stalker. He was huge. Okay. Um, son of Sam? Son of, well, the, he wasn't a private investigator. <laughs> he, was, he, was a, <laughs> he was a serial killer. Right, but I'm sure there was a private eye investigating him. Oh, 100%. 100%. There had to have been a, a private eye investigating him. Uh, Columbo, that's the guy with the eye. That's who I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. The trench Columbo. coat. Yeah. yeah. Awesome trench coat. Hey, did you, what, what was your profession in the 70s? Did you dabble in this culture? I had a van. Okay. Yeah. And like an ice cream van? Just a van. What would yeah. you do in the van? What don't you do in the van? If you needed something to be moved, I had a van. If you needed a person to be moved, I had a van. Needed me to sit on the street and watch someone in their home for multiple hours at a time, I had a van. That kind of oh, sounds like did, a Did you ever have any parties in the van? Oh, yeah. The van was only a potty van. Ooh. I had shag carpeting wall-to-wall in the van. <laughs> I was going to ask See, you that's the shit. kind of the porn parties we want to know about. Hey, listen, let me tell you something, Paul. Mm-hmm. You always got to be ready to fuck. 
Dick Nixon said that. <laughs> and when you have a van, you got to have when shack did, When did Dick Nixon say that? When he met Elvis. He said, Elvis, let me give you a piece of advice. You always got to be ready to fuck. And Elvis said, I know what you mean, Dick. <laughs> and don't eat my uh, M&M's. Yeah, sure. The, the movie. Yeah, no. Elvis. I know what you were referring to. Okay. That was hilarious. <laughs> fucking, not, yeah. But not fucking hilarious. We, we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> right, right. You can do it, Ben. So, so, uh, so like we said, Ryan Gosling's his private eye. Big 70s culture. And what's Russell Crowe? He's just like a gun for hire. He's an enforcer. So like for hire. let's say you have a bully. Someone's bullying you. You hire like a bigger bully. He bullies the bully. The bully leaves you alone. Simple math. Yeah. Uh, so in, in this, so so that's it sounds like you were might have been a mixture of these two with your van. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us one of maybe do you have any kind of comparable stories of uh Crime, Crime, you know, corruption, corruption, environmental friendliness. Yeah, sure, sure. I remember it was had to have been like uh, 77 and I was... um, Great year. I was uh, going over the Verrazano Bridge and I saw this guy dumping something over the uh, side of the bridge and I uh, followed him. Okay. I followed him, and um, because you're like, well, this is suspect. Let me let me check. Right. It out. Well, you don't stop on the Verrazano Bridge in the middle of the day and dump something the size of a human body over the side and not, uh, you know, gather <laughs> some sus- sort of uh, suspicion. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And plus, you already had the van. A hundred percent. Right. A hundred percent. And so I followed the guy, and um, we uh, later found out that what he was dumping it wasn't a person. You know. Spoiler alert! That's what you kids say today. Spoiler alert! There wasn't yeah. a person in that bag. We say spoilies. Um, that was uh, what was that? That's no spoilies. Yeah, we know? say spoilies here. They don't ever fucking say that word around me again. It's spoiler alert. Full bush. I don't need you to contract words that are already short. Yeah, that's us millennials. We just contract words. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Contractees. That's what I call them. <laughs> I am going to kick you in the face if you keep contracting words Ooh, around me. A- so anyway, I was uh, following this guy and. Uh, you know, we, he finally pulled over, and I pulled over behind him. Well, where were you guys going? Into Brooklyn or into Staten Island? Yeah, you on the BQE, you on oh, the Staten Island we Expressway? We, we were going into Brooklyn. Okay. okay so and so, uh, guy finally pulls over. I pull over behind him. He says, uh, you know, why are you following me with your van? And I says, uh, you know, why wouldn't I follow you with my van? Lying. And um, I said, I see you is dumping something over the side of the bridge. And, uh, you know, then he, uh, he got in my face. He got my face, so, okay. I, yeah. so I did the only thing I could do is um, I took him in the back of the van and we had sex. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what you have to do whenever, you know. Was, oh, you always got to be ready. That was just the 70s culture. Let's, look, look, you're either going to... Pre, Pre-AIDS, so, you know, everyone was up for anything. <laughs> you got two choices in life, my friend. You either fuck or fight. And uh, that wasn't a fight I was willing to have, but it was a fuck I was willing to fuck. So, so would you say you're a lover, not a fighter? I would say that I'm a combination of the two. I'm a, f- uh, a fover. I'm a fight lover. Um, or you could call me uh, a lifer. I'm a love fighter. And just don't call me late for dinner, am I right? I don't get it. Uh, sorry, Vic. <laughs> I really wish you would get AIDS of the mouth. It would make your mouth fall off. Is that a thing? It could be. So, so that's an interesting story. Uh, did you find out what he was dumping over the side of the bridge, or you just guys just fucked? Cocaine. A human-sized bag of wow, cocaine. That's worth a lot of money. Why was he getting rid of it? That's how they were dropping off the drugs back then, is that uh, you would drop it over the Verrazano, and then someone else would fish it, it out. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so that's how they came with the, that term, you know, fell off the back of a truck. Sure. 
Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> no, 100%. So, Actually, that's where the old term, uh, I found a human-sized bag of cocaine in the river came from. I say that all the time. <laughs> that was a, a B cut from Earth, Wind, and Fire's third album. So, so that was an interesting story. Thank you. Kind of like how we did with what Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe were doing in the movie, following these... Uh, you know, traces of clues to find this girl, to uh, finding this porn movie that explains all the corporate espionage of Detroit car industry. Have you ever been in the situation where you have like a missing persons case um, that leads to something grander and you just, you know, you're in over your head? A hundred percent. Let me tell you a little story, my friend. I was uh, looking for this uh, this girl. She had uh, seen the Who in concert. She disappeared. And so me and her sister, we were uh, traveling the country trying to find her. And uh, lo and behold, we find ourselves in Washington, D.C. So, of course, in the, the nation's capital. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, anyone does not know that. Uh, so anyway, we found ourselves in Washington, D.C. And, you know, one thing led to another. And uh, so I was fucking her. And um, we were doing it um, doggy style, or as I like to call the backdoor express. So we're we're going at it, and um, you know, well, some t- I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Why why the backdoor express is a f- faster penetration? <laughs> it's faster to Pleasure Town. Uh, you get there faster when you go through the back door. Hmm. Is that is that a fact? That's that's a that's a little tip for you. This is sort of your bar mitzvah. This is your fuck mitzvah. We're going to teach you how to fuck real good. Okay, I'm taking notes. And you're becoming a man. Oh, you'll become a man by the end of this show, all right. So anyway. A very funny feeling of how this episode's going to end, but go on. So anyway, I was railing her. And uh, while I'm doing it, I look up and I see across from us and in the window across from us, I see a bunch of flashlights and... uh, I'm like, uh, you know, I think someone's breaking in across across from us. And she said, um, Vic, don't stop fucking me. So, you know, I didn't stop. And um, about uh, 17 hours later, I went over Jeez. to the, uh, it, was, it was real good, man. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, went over to across the way. And um, lo and behold, that was the uh, Watergate Hotel. We blew, oh, we blew, oh, the, gosh. We blew the lid off of the, the Watergate scandal. After you blew your lid. Exactly. <laughs> Lots of lids. Oh, so you you were across the street of the Watergate Hotel, yeah, uh, taking a young lady to Pleasure Town, yep. with the Backdoor Express, yep. and obviously both of you guys can see out the window across to the yeah. Watergate Hotel. Yeah, she came when she saw G. Gordon Liddy's face. <laughs> so we actually testified to that. She said in Congress, "I came when I saw G. Gordon Liddy's face." To which G. Gordon said, "Was it because of my face?" And she said, "No, because I was getting railed in the back." I just happened to see your face, G. Gordon. How, how, how come we've never seen th- this, these testimonies in any of the biopics of this, you know, cultural shocking and Most of the scandal. biopics are PG. They can't include exactly. backdoor uh, expressways. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they edit it out because it's a conspiracy, man. That's exactly. What do you think is on those missing minutes of the Nixon tape? I, I'm going to guess you fucking... Yeah, I went in the White House and uh, Nixon said, what were you doing? So I took Nixon to uh, the Backdoor Express. Oh, yeah, you look like a giver. I'm a giver. I'm a taker. I'm a heartbreaker and a love maker. I guess that day it wasn't the Oval Office. It was the anal office. That's disgusting, Paul. <laughs> That's hilarious, Paul. That's Thanks, fucking man. hilarious. <laughs> uh, you guys are family. That's so you had to 
Say this joke is good. I just wanted to get a joke in. You know, it's funny that, you know, Paul, your uncle's here because my nephew is always here. Mm-hmm. Our, oh. our intern, uh, Ruben. Oh, it's like nephew's day. Yeah, here. our intern, Ruben, who uh, brought you in before. He's my uh, sister's kid. Sister's kid. Yeah, he's uh, hilarious. He, he oh. used to intern here, but now he's a junior reviewer. Junior reviewer. Big promotion for me. Oh. That's good for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Very much. So, Ruben, since you grew up in the in the thousands, uh, you don't know much about seventies culture. Do you have any uh, questions about you know seventies culture for a Vic Manstash here? Sure, sure. What was the gas cri- crisis like? Long, long. I hear that you had to wait on lines for gas all around the corner. I see the pictures in my textbook. And we saw that in the nice guys too. Really? Uh, yes. Oh. Ryan Gosling had to wait online for let me gas. Tell you, let me tell you the best part about the gas crisis, especially when you have the a van. The best part about it. Yeah, the oh. best part about the gas crisis, especially when you have a van that has shag company. Oh. You get in one of those lines, you get a couple of ladies, you get a couple of guys. No one knows what to do. They're all bored. We didn't have TVs in a car back then. Right. All we had was AM radio, and all they could play were the fucking Eagles. So what we did is I uh, popped an 8-track into my uh, van. We'd all get in the back of the van. We'd make our own gas. <laughs> <laughs> like, like farting? Fart. Sexual juice. Oh. oh. And sexual oh. juice. Can farts run off? Paul, what is sexual juice? <laughs> it's, it's, you know, when you fart in a van. I thought. That's what it's I took juice. away from that. Isn't that a gas? Oh, it's like it's a, a... type of gas. Type of yeah. gas. Oh, my God. Anyway, so it seems like you can have sex promiscuous uh, very easily, you know? Uh, it's different these days when you go up to a girl, you well, know. Well, yeah, you're a virgin, Ruben, right? I mean, impropriety aside, of course I am. Yeah. But, 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 I mean, what was courting like back then? Like, if you saw a girl that was so beautiful, you just wanted to have, you know, have a massage grilled cheese sandwich night with her, and, you know, and would you, how do you, how do you approach women? Oh, Vic, you got to toughen this kid up. Let me tell you something. This is how you would approach women in my day. You would walk up to him. You would look well, at him. Why don't you guys do a role play? Ruben, you play the woman. I think he was about to do that before you <laughs> rudely interrupted him, Paul. Yeah, good job, Paul. Good job. Why don't you go in the corner and jerk off and let me talk to Ruben here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, I'll be right back, guys. That's what he did on his bar mitzvah. That's how he became a man. He's really jerking off in the corner now. Paul, cut it out. How did you do that so quick? Uh, anyways. Yeah, he's a minute man. I'm back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> It's the saddest jerk off face I've ever seen. He's not even going to wash his hands. Nope. <laughs> that pure good, it's not going to do it alone. It's, it's good for your skin. Yeah, that's what your mother says. So anyway. Wow. Um, Wait, aren't you her brother? <laughs> You're married. You're married. So. I am. I am. I am his mother's brother. Is, is that is that through, that's their marriage though, right? What's that? Is that their marriage? No, I'm not saying that I fucked my sister, you sick bastard. <laughs> okay, I'm not I'm saying just that saying either. that uh, she, you know, she used to say that uh, man's jerk off was sure. uh, good for his skin. Sure. Man's jerk off. I just made some gas. Guys. I, I, I love your expressions. Back to door express. Man's jerk off. Sure. Uh, I wish I grew up in the '70s. Anyway, so courting. Courting. What what tips do you have for, for approaching women? But women these days. First off, you just don't go with the tip. You go full shaft, okay? Okay. Like I said, it's full bush, full shaft. So you go up to a lady, you make eyes with her. She makes eyes with you. Oh. Then in your mind, oh. you say, "I'm gonna fuck you." Look I'm, at me. I'm, Look I'm, at me, Ruben. Oh. I'm gonna send that message right into your head right now. You okay. ready? Okay. Look at me. Okay. Look at you. 
I just said it. Oh, Did you feel it? It was censored, but yeah, I got the gist of it. Yeah. So anyway, so you look at her, you send her that message. Oh, and oh I she, have to do what you did to me to her. Right, oh. right. And then she looks back at you. If she looks away, that's okay. If she slaps you, she's playing hard to get. Oh, <laughs> I see. So if she walks away, oh. that's a definitive no. Okay, so uh, in the 70s, when girls say no or stop, you know, what, what, do, you, what do you do? You stop because I'm not a fucking scumbag, Ben. Okay. Yeah, Ben. <laughs> just, just Why che- would you think that's okay? Just, I'm just, just checking, guys. What did I say? I said the 70s was full bush. I didn't say the 70s was rape, whatever you want. That was like Viking times. Yeah, <laughs> or the 50s. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, okay, well, hey, I'm learning a lot here. You said this is my fuck mitzvah, right? Your fuck mitzvah, right? yeah. Yes, fuck mitzvah. So anyway, you look her in the eyes. She looks you back in the eyes. And you guys ready? You know, you're both ready to go. So, okay, let me let me get, let me get this straight. I'm gonna I'm in a room with females. I see one that I want to. It could be females or males. Or Ruben. males. Okay. Oh, that's a good point. Don't I gotta narrow, write that down. Don't narrow your view, Ruben. Don't narrow it. Okay. Okay. Keep it wide open. Wide open. Keep everything so, wide open. Exactly. Yes. Hey. Was that yeah. a creed? Something? You're learning. Thank you. Was that fucking yeah, hilarious? That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> right. Get in there, guys. So I, I would lock eyes with someone. See someone I like, and I would lock eyes with them. Yep. Right? Yep. And then I would have to look at them yeah. in, for an indeterminate amount of time until they either walk away. Uh, slap you. Slap me. Or what was the other one? Look away. And of course, the look other away. choice, full, full fuck. Straight full up. Full fuck. Full straight up fucking. Right then and there. So the person would come to me and then they'd just start effing me? Right. Why do you think back in the 70s, no one wore underwear? Because that was one layer of clothing, one extra layer of clothing you didn't want to have to take off. Oh, I thought it was because everyone was so hairy. They didn't need the extra, you know, material. That true. You're teaching this kid good. That true. I like you, Ruben. <laughs> you're, Thank you. You're a good one. Ruben, you really need to stop staring at me <laughs> after that tutorial. I'm practicing. What message are you getting? Ah. <laughs> It was not good. What was it? It was censored, but it it, it was uh. It was censored in your head, <laughs> you but you're kept, an adult. You kept sending me these grilled cheese and massage signals. That's right, grilled cheese and chill. <laughs> so, uh, Vic, you know we talked a lot about fucking. What about making love? <laughs> They're not mutually exclusive, Ben. Oh, right. So, you look, know- every woman I've ever had intercourse with, I've loved. Every man okay. I've ever had intercourse with, I've loved. Now, the length of time that I loved him, well, that's a different story for a different okay. day. But you have to love the person that you, uh, you're you doing your thing oh, with. Oh, you're locking eyes with me. I'm sending you uh, a message. Oh, mine, mine was not censored. <laughs> this guy's like a, like a sex Jedi. Yeah. 70s reference? Star Wars. There you go. Yep, got it. <laughs> uh, you guys, you want to play some games? Yeah. Vic, what's, uh, what's your take on games? Oh, my favorite game was um, was um, whose penis is sticking out of this hole? So <laughs> a bunch of guys. Wait, were, wait, wait, what, wait. What? Are you talking about a glory hole? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, this seems like a sure. glory game show. So hole. yeah, walk us through how this game show. Glory so you get, game you show gotta works. get a bunch of dudes, and they put the penises through holes, and then you get some people on the other side of the holes. They can be ladies, they could be uh, men, they could be men ladies, they could be lady men. Uh, they could have um, no sort of gender whatsoever. And uh, they take turns. They bat around the penises. They flick at them. They uh, smack at them. 
they touch them, you know, they do whatever they need they to do. Um, and then eventually they have to guess whose penis is um, behind that door. So you know who the people behind the door is, so you, you have to put... You have to pe- know them before to, right, to, to get the, the penis. No, 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 you have to guess. You have to guess who it is. That's how I met Frank Sinatra Jr. Oh, oh rest yeah. in peace. What, what was his penis yeah. like? Huge. I believe it. Yeah, it was good. That's, that's amazing coming from a black guy. Thank you. Um, I, I before we play these games, Vic, uh, I just want to touch on where were you during the Stonewall riots? Hmm? The Stonewall riots, you know, the infamous uh, riots in the seventies down on Christopher Street for uh, gay rights. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. You <laughs> yeah. don't have to keep explaining things to me like I'm fucking senile. Okay, <laughs> also, I don't I think know. the riots were for gay rights. It wasn't like, hey, <laughs> let's all get together and for gay rights and have a nice big riot. I, th- I thought that's what they do. They have parades. They, yeah. have riots. they have riots. Listen, you know the people that I ran with back in those days. You know we didn't have terms like gay or straight. You were either down to fuck or you weren't down to fuck. Okay? And that's it. That's it. You didn't have to be something, Ben. I don't know why you're so insistent on being something. We don't need labels, I'm a millennial. I'm all about labels. Why can't you just be, all right? I think the Beatles said it best. Let it be, all right? Yeah, yellow submarine. Yeah, paperback writer. Neither one of you are my favorite people right now. I just want you to say that. You talking to Ben and Paul or me too? (laughs) All three of you. Oh, oh, no. Oh, All right, let's get to us. the games. Everybody, put your penis behind the door. Whoa, 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 Ruben, Ruben, whoa. Oh. Take, put your pants back on. Oh, I'm just trying to get into spirit games. Spirit in the 70s. All right, so the first game we're going to play is an oldie but a goodie. It's a recast this movie. So we're going to recast a couple of the, the key roles of this movie. So let's recast uh, uh, three of the actors. No, I'm sorry, four. We'll recast Ryan Gosling's role. Um... Russell Crowe's role, so the two buddy cops, I guess you can say, and uh, our hitman, Matt Bomber, uh, and finally, our big bad guy, Kim Basinger. Um, Paul, why don't you go first, so we'll get your Uncle Vic uh, up to speed on it. Okay, well, uh, you know, in the spirit of the Ghostbusters coming out, I'm going to go full Ghostbusters on this. Um, More to change it to a gender swap. Oh, gender swap. Yeah. So I'm going to recast Gosling. With Jennifer Lawrence, you know, another hot young Hollywood talent. Yeah. But you need the old veteran, you know, presence of Russell Crowe, right? So I'm going to insert Tilda Swinton into into that role. I think they'd be <laughs> Tilda Swinton and J-Law would make a okay. great comedic couple. Um, for Matt Bomber, you know, I think I'm going to go with uh, Margot Robbie. You know, Margot she, Robbie? Margot Robbie, because Suicide Squad. She yeah, looks she, like an assassin. Shot. And then, you know, in the Kim Basker role, I'm just going to recast Russell Crowe. He already knows the pull on the plot. <laughs> okay. Uh, interesting remake. Uh, I, um, uh, Uncle Vic, do you mind if I go before you? Yeah, no, please. Uh, I, I'm going to go... Uh, I like how you did the gender swap. I'm going to go um, age swap. It's going to be all <laughs> children. Uh, same plot and premise. Uh, so in the uh, Russell Crowe role, I'm going to go with... Um, <laughs> Uh, not, well, not children, younger people. <laughs> Haley Joel Osment. He's not uh, that young. I think he's a grown man by now. <laughs> oh, well, are you talking like old Haley Joel Osment? Okay, I see dead people. Haley yeah, Joel. So yeah, okay. I just guess actors that were kids at one point. Yeah, right. We're not talking young Forrest Haley Joel. He's a few years in. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for Ryan Gosling's role, uh, I'm gonna cast uh, young Ryan Gosling from when he was oh. uh, in uh, that. 
Remember the Titans. Yeah, remember the Titans. Uh, for, Wasn't he on the Disney Channel thing with the kids and the Disney yeah, Kid Yeah, the Club? Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm a Mickey Mouse Wasn't Club. Wasn't he friends right? with like Jay, Justin Timberlake? Yeah, they're, they're best friends. Uh, for the Kim Basinger role, I'm going to cast um, Hayden Panettiere. But remember the Titans, Hayden Panettiere. Okay. Uh, and uh, for the Matt Bomber role, I'm going to cast... Uh, Denzel Washington from Remember Designs. Denzel Washington. I kind of, I kind of did a, a bunch of different things there. You really love Remember the Titans, don't you? Yeah, it's a really good movie. That's a good flick. Uh, you, you know, you were around in that time. It's based on a true story. Yeah, during the actual Titans. Yeah, you remember those race wars? Uh, yeah, I do. As a black man, how do you feel about that? The only race wars I know are from Fast and Furious. I can touch. <laughs> Paul, have you ever choked yourself until you passed out? <laughs> I could try. <laughs> Why don't you do that? You go now? in the corner and try. Let me tell you, that guy who uh, who Denzel Washington's based off of, he was a great lover, a great man, giant bush. You fucked him. We just saw each other naked. It doesn't. Every oh, time, every time like I a, talk about someone being, I mean, there was a lot of nudity in the seventies. I didn't fuck everybody. Okay, leaders yeah. is like locker room talk. What's that? Like you were in the locker room and you saw him naked. Lock no, talk. no, we, we just we were just uh, hanging out. With your wings out. <laughs> sure. Hanging okay. out with our wings out. Yep. Okay. I like that. You're learning. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, how, who would you recast in this movie? Well, Ryan Gosling, of course, would uh, be cast as Burt Reynolds. Okay. Uh, Russell Crowe, I'd recast as Dom DeLuise. <laughs> uh, Kim Basinger would be Farrah Fawcett, of course. And then Matt Bomber would be the one and only Paul Williams. Okay. I mean, that's a, that's a really 70s-centric cast. You're welcome. So is this... And maybe i throw in Alan Alda, at least for a scene. Oh, for some comic, <laughs> love, comic love relief? Alda. Yeah, gotta love the Alda. Yeah, I love Alda. I'm all Alda all day. <laughs> and I would have it. Uh, I would have the whole thing directed by Norman Lear, and uh, it would be a real, real, a real happening. What uh, what kind of drugs were you doing in the seventies? Uh, what drugs were in the seventies? All of them. Okay. Yeah. And you were just doing all of them. Yeah. While fucking or post fucking. Have you ever tried to fuck someone on drugs? No. Doesn't work. You know. So what you would do is you would. Uh, you would do your deed. I want to be clear-headed when I'm, you know, giving my my man love to someone else. You know, <laughs> you don't want your seed tainted. Okay. If you know what I'm saying. So yeah, we would do the love making. We would do the fucking, and then um, would snort a whole lot of cocaine. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of cocaine. That was when it was uh, in vogue. You right. know, back in the '70s, cocaine didn't hurt you. What did it do to you? It just made you high as shit, and it was wonderful. It wasn't until the '80s that it became addictive and weird. But in the right. 70s, it was great. So I would do at least uh, five rails of Coke. And uh-huh. um, I would drink about, a, you know, maybe three quarters of a bottle of my old friend, John Daniels. And, uh, you know, that's what we would do. John Daniels? Who's John Daniels? When you've known him as long as I have, oh. call him John. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Ribbons casting! For Russell Crowe, I would cast a crow. For Brian Gosling, I would cast a gosling, a.k.a. a young goose. For Kim Basinger, I would cast uh, uh, Mario Van Peebles in a new... No, no, no. Scratch that. I would cast Louis Anderson doing his weird baskets cross-dressing thing. <laughs> and then for, well, who's the other guy? Matt Bomber. Matt Bomber. Matt Bomber. What does he play? 
The Hitman. Hitman. I would cast Don Mattingly. Wait, I'm sorry. You, we, you didn't see this movie? Ruben, you're a junior reviewer. You should be seeing all the movies. I don't have a movie pass like you guys. Why don't you? you should, we can I don't ex- think I'm we old can, enough. We can expense it. How old do you have to be for a movie pass? You guys should know this. Alive. You guys are sponsored by them, right? Yeah. That's why we talk about yeah, them all the time. That's why. Listen, Ruben, I can get you in my van, and we can go see all the movies you want. Oh, boy. I like how being in the van is a qualifier for seeing movies. The van knows no age. Oh. Uh, well, uh, oh, I yeah, I be <laughs> I'm not talking about fucking a child, man. Okay? And let's all, let's all calm down. All right? Yeah, please. What color is the van? Green. Oh, the sexiest color. <laughs> How would you feel if uh, Exhibit got a hold of that van? <laughs> I'd love it. I want everyone to see exactly what's gone down in that van. That van should be in the Smithsonian. <laughs> what about the sex, the sex museum in New York? Not good enough. It needs to be in the, no. the Smithsonian. I've got a lot of dried juices in that van oh, of some gosh. of the most famous people from the late 60s, all through the juices. 70s, and all you know the what? early 80s. Here's, here's a fun game to play because uh, we were playing games, uh, but specifically just for Uncle Vic. Uh, top five people you ever had sex with? No, oh, that's a really good, uh, that's a great. Well, listen, uh, Walter Matthau had to be <laughs> number one. Um, God, God rest his soul. Uh, Muhammad Ali, number well, two. Well, I'd like to know why. You know, like a brief explanation of why. Do you remember how uh, contrary uh, Walter Matthau was in uh, the Bad News Bears? That's exactly what he's like in bed. Uh, Muhammad Ali, because he floats like a butterfly, stings like a bee. Um, Farrah Fawcett, because have you not seen Farrah Fawcett in her prime? The entire cast of Three's Company. Uh, so so you're be. saying John oh, Ritter, Ritter. Uh, Mr. Roper. Uh, yeah, Mr. And, Roper and Mr. Furley. Mr. Furley, it was yeah. a real, It was a real happening. It was a real and, scene. And, uh, Larry, the neighbor. Oh, and Larry, the neighbor. Chrissy. <laughs> Chrissy and... Uh, even, the, even the ugly one with the dark hair. And we all got <laughs> together, and that was, that was... Not only was the sex great, but it was just hilarious. And then... And, um, and just, to just to have that company. Yeah. And then finally, probably number one, Linda Ronstadt. Ooh, I see that. Okay. Linda Ronstadt. It was a. It was really great. We boned while listening to Fleetwood Mac. Uh, I'll let you wrap your head around that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna play our flagship game, Schmovie. Uh, Paul, why don't you explain how it's played for everybody? Okay. So Schmovie is one of America's most popular uh, party games. But essentially, what we're doing is creating a fun movie title. So what we do is we first roll a die, six sided, of course, and that'll be the genre of the movie, like horror, sci-fi, uh, romance. And then we pick two cards, a who and a what. Uh, For example, one time we got time-traveling vampire, and I used that to the future. That's great. Yeah, what do you think, Uncle Vic? You um, you get get the... You 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 pick up what we're putting down. um, Yeah, yeah, I'm picking it up. I'm going to lay some down, too. It's not that kind of show. (laughs) Oh, or is it? It can be anything you want. Oh, you're locking eyes with me again. Listen, oh, no. The world is, oh, a, yeah, the world the is a series of possibilities. Uh, all right. Uh, producer can't watch like you roll. It's like tractor beam. Uh, producer can't watch you roll the die. Okay. Producer can't roll the dice, and it's a horror movie. So it's a horror movie with a, a who of booger. It's a weird who. And, and, a, and a what of hipster. So a horror movie with a, a booger hipster? Hipster booger. Hipster booger. Okay. So, so a movie title, a horror movie featuring a hipster booger. 
Mm. Or about a hipster booger. We all remember Booger, played by Curtis Anderson, <laughs> from uh, from uh, Rape Sensation, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> yes, Revenge of the Nerds is definitely very rapey, especially when the nerd goes into the moon and, bounce and, and, and rapes the legitimately yeah, rapes no, the that's, woman. <laughs> that's, that's uncalled for. That's uncalled for. Though I did have sex in a Darth Vader, Darth Vader mask. Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> it was Darth Vader. Uh, was that from the Mentorian Candidate? Of course. <laughs> yes, 100%. Uh, all right, Ken, so you have everyone's titles. Can you read them out? And I'm sorry I threw it at you. You should be. I, I just got excited. I know you did. Okay, so oh, we have lane. three uh, entries here for a horror movie featuring a hipster booger. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. Uh, we have Paranormal Tissue Activity. <laughs> I like that. We have Williams Booger, Fear the Beard. And we have con- Condoms Come to Fucktown. <laughs> I think I know who that's from. That's uh, one of the most horrifying things I can think I'm of. I'm going to have to go with oh, that. I'm sorry. Is it scary because condoms to you are scary? Yeah, because they dull the senses. Oh, you wouldn't want to put on a, a, a full suit to go diving in the water, would you? Well, that's actually a really good point. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Paranormal Tissue Activity. That was me! Great job, guys! Thank you, thank you. Thank you. You, know, you did it. You should be proud of yourself. Uh, yeah, I guess I am. I Have I officially graduated my fuck mitzvah? Yeah, you have. Oh, now you're ready to go out there and have sex like oh, a man. My uncle's okay. giving you the look again. I, yeah, we're locked eyes. Oh, just got that message. All right, so we're going to do one last thing. We like to go around the horn and rate uh, the movie we've been actively reviewing, The Nice Guys. Uh, so on a scale from one to five stars of David. Paul, how many stars of David do you give The Nice give Guys? I give this movie three stars of David. Uh, it was a cool period piece. I actually thought Gosling and Crow had some legit chemistry. Nice. Uh, our special guest, Uncle Vic Manstash. How many stars of David do you give this movie? I'm going to give this movie uh, four stars of David and one dreidel. <laughs> And why is that? Because uh, the movie spun me around. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, do you are you still sexually active? You're an older man. Yes, a hundred percent. That's the reason I was a little late today. <laughs> you were fucking. In yeah. Your, in, in the in the van though, right? Did you still have the van. I still have the van. I got an upgrade. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now it's a minivan. Well, but with like the seats sexy. taken out or the seats there? Oh, I put extra seats in. It's got one of those doors. I have a button so I can close the door. Right. You know, yeah. So I, I had I had sex on my way here with a toll booth operator. I handed him my uh, my quarters because I only pay for my tolls and quarters. Right. I handed him my quarters and our hands touched and we locked eyes and we knew it was then and there. So I took her to Pleasure Town. And what were you giving her? A Backdoor Express? A pony ride? <laughs> Oh, I gave her my um, my patented uh, front door knocker. And how does that work? Well, it's, it's not like you're taking your your dong and just whacking her on her vagina like you're knocking on a door. hundred percent, you got it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, you really graduated. We're both we're both on our knees. Okay. When it happens, oh god, you guys are locking eyes again. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to imagine it. Yeah. And whoa, it was great. Like she, she was really, really good. She was about ten years older than me. Okay, well, and you're, and how old are you? Oh, I'm uh, sixty-seven. Jeez, that's pretty hot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I she give this pretty hot. <laughs> I give this movie three stars to David. I like their chemistry. It was fun. It was like a nice buddy rom, not rom, but <laughs> buddy com uh, action flick, and I, I really liked it. Cool. So. 
So, Vic, so. thanks for being here. You're well, welcome. Why do you guys keep looking at each other? Because I can't look at you because that's fucking gross, Paul. Sure. That's gross, okay? All right, you already went in the corner. You already did your thing. So you're done, all right? You're, you're good for another week and a half. I'm sorry, Uncle. But, uh, when, I, when I look at this guy, he's got a very shallow tank. <laughs> I, uh, Uncle Vic, as, uh, as interesting as this conversation was, I don't think we're going to fuck each other. I'm sorry. No, I, you're not going to fuck me at all, but I'm going to fuck you. Oh, no, from me to you. Back to you. Spit juice and reviews. Attention Springwood, my name is Josh Krebs. And I'm Liz Richards. And we're the hosts of Bloody Date Night. So Josh and I have been dating for four years, and Josh loves horror movies, and I hate them. Yeah, so each episode we go through the horror movie franchise canon to watch an episode and then meet up and we discuss it together. And so far it's been going pretty well, right Liz? I think it's gone pretty well so far. Yeah, each episode I try to see how far I can push Liz to watch a really good horror movie until she basically leaves me and it hasn't worked yet. Not yet. And it's awesome because you're the Tatum to my Sydney. You're sweet. And here's a clip from one of our recent episodes. Hello, I'm Exposition. Hey, let me let me tell you what just happened. There's a break-in at this costume store. Somebody stole some ropes, some knives. Somebody stole a mask. They stole $250. They scared a cat. They took two boas. They took two boas. Two feather boas, one I, set of angel wings. It's one of those goddamn... They're probably having a burlesque. <laughs> probably doing a burlesque show later. I don't know. Oh, Haddonfield. What isn't happening? Haddonfield's first boobla- burlesque club. That'd be amazing. I would love that. Um, the Lacey Pumpkin. The la- Ooh. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!